And maybe this is a good point to bring up the question of when Grace chose not to reveal her past and when she chose not to reveal her secrets, which we get an indication from this final episode and from the episode previously, that her secrets are connected to Tom Richter. Could it be that her not wanting to reveal them was because that, if she did, that wouldn't lead to the final scene we get in the third episode in which Maya comes to see Grace and says that her family is okay with her hanging around Grace. And then Grace says, mark my words, Maya, something big is happening in Coleraine. And Maya says, someday my dad will come down here to meet you too. That interaction and where all the characters are now, I don't know that that would have happened if Grace had revealed everything. It seems like if that had happened, then Grace never would have had a connection with Maya Richter because Maya would still be opposed to Grace and the Morrisons. And once Grace revealed her secret about Tom, then the town would be turned against him. And therefore, he would probably pull Maya away from Grace permanently and Maya wouldn't have a problem with that. So there wouldn't be anyone arguing that Maya should be hanging around Grace or hanging around good influences. So my question is, is there a way, even though we may value truth and value openness, we can still see that Grace was justified, or at least in her values, it's more important to have this outcome of getting to witness and disciple Maya? That would be a good question if Grace could have foreseen that that's what's going to happen in the first place. So going back, because like this is talking about the whole is Grace right thing. <laughs> Going back, initially, my thought was, why not be open with the kids when they ask, right? Okay. So, okay. like, Grace, anyone who asks, like, Grace, people are saying you're crazy. Why are they doing that? And you're like, oh, well, it's because the Richters are spreading lies about me, but I'm not crazy, and it's okay. Like, it, it's because they're afraid that I'm going to reveal that this accident happened a long time ago, but I don't hold it against... Oh, uh, wait, I can't say any of this. Well, you Dang can, it. because, like, we we oh. know from Dr. Kramer that, we know that. there was an accident... Right. Somehow, like, okay, the pieces okay, are so all I'll here, say it anyway. but right. let's stop so, just short of what exactly happened. Right, right. So I, I can say everything I just said. They, so <laughs> they think that I'm going to reveal a secret about, like, all the things that happened a long time ago regarding the accident where I got, bl where I was blinded and all that, but I don't hold anything against them. They are just scared. And, you know, that's what's, that's what's going on. Like, I feel like she can say that to the Morrison children. Without that meaning that Maya has to stay away. Like the, the Richters would find out that they know about it? Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. But whatever the case, the reason Maya starts hanging out is because she sees that there's something different about the Morrisons. Yes. And does that necessarily change if the Morrisons know, yeah, Mr. Richter got into an accident one time and that's why he does these terrible things. But like, that's the sort of conversation she has with them about Miss Kopech too. Like, you know, there's reasons that she's mean and it's because of this backstory. So empathize. Like she can have that same conversation with the Morrison kids. And maybe it means that the Morrisons treat the Richters even better than they previously did. Right. And so then Maya would still be attracted by that and then be able to be discipled by Grace. I don't think that necessarily doing it the way that Grace has done it would have prevented that. You know, I think this would be an interesting time where I'm going to break tradition and pull in some feedback outside of the feedback Ooh. segment. So, whoa on this one. So who is who, who have we got here? Well, unfortunately, that means that this feedback won't be immediately after it was posted, but it, it is around eventually. So Samuel, back when we responded to some of his messages or some of his thoughts about 
Grace revealing the truth, he says, on to the point about Maya reacting to hearing the truth, I see it as totally different because at that point she was a Christian. And so her relationship with God, Grace, and the Morrisons was entirely different at that point than in seasons one and two. So we're talking about in this season or in the next season, her hearing this stuff and then having a reaction to it. In fact, even when the truth comes out, she isn't told by them in a harsh way. And I think earlier on it could have been. I always acknowledge that we don't know the could-haves and what-ifs, but I do still think it could have impacted her differently. So those are Samuel's thoughts on this. And he says, and to be clear, I absolutely despise lying. I just don't know if the kids are right and how they go about things. They should trust Grace and certainly their parents at this point, even if it's frustrating. So personally, I, I agree with that, that first off, yes, you the kids should have behaved differently, but it is also understandable that they don't because if the parents and Grace are being a little bit unreasonable about it, that makes sense for them to act that way. But then the question comes down to the the could have, the what ifs that he was bringing up. To the point of the kids should trust their parents and grace. I don't entirely agree with that. I think oh? the Bible says that we should honor our parents and respect our parents, but that doesn't mean that we are to always trust them without, because our, our parents are sinful human beings just like we are and capable of mistakes just as we are. And also the kids throughout the series get access to a lot of information and experience that the parents aren't privy to, nor do the parents ask. And the parents don't say, hey, why don't you tell me all the experiences that you've had that lead you to your conclusion? They say, no, you need to trust us and assume that we know everything when they don't. And so it would make little sense to trust them without regard for the information that they've achieved throughout the seasons especially when those two things might be at odds. So I think there's a lot of room for the parents to say, hey, we do know a good amount about this and I'm asking you to trust me, but that doesn't mean that the kids have to. When you ask for someone to trust you without telling them why, it's kind of on you to prove why they should trust you and what claim you have to that trust. Maybe, but with their parents, they are their parents and they've proven that they are they're, their parents. they're capable, they're competent. They care for them. That And if something doesn't make sense, well, kind of, that, that's a form of trust, right? That even though this doesn't make sense, I'm going to trust you that this is right, that this is a good path to take. And even though your parents might make mistakes, sure, isn't part of honoring your parents that as a way to honor them, you should yeah, trust well, them? Well, if, if my parent asks me to trust them, then yes, part of honoring them would be obeying them in that. But- Trust is not something that you can necessarily choose. Okay. Like, you, like, to an extent, you can. But if your experience of reality isn't lining up with what someone tells you to trust them in, that only goes so far before you're basically suspending what all of reality is shouting at you in order to trust somebody. But their trust in their parents isn't that their parents are saying one thing, but the reality is another. It's that their parents are saying we don't want you to know what this is. Well, so the parents are saying, we don't want you to know what this is because it's not a problem. It's not an issue that you need to focus on. But then as the episodes progress, it is an issue they need to focus on because the Richters are constantly lying in their face about things and they're trying to determine what's true and what's not and no one's telling them. Actually, there was another bit of feedback from Sam. You'll mind if I read this real quick? Go for it. Okay, so he said in that same message, I do understand what you guys are saying about Kopech lying, but I guess I don't see it as the kids believing her lies. Yes, they question, and understandably so, but I don't think they ever got to a point where it impacted their trust in Grace. 
and I do agree with him on this point because if in that scene where Ms. Kopeck is lying to Brooke about Grace and she says, because the mentally unstable are often careless with their money, I don't think that if that goes unquestioned, that Brooke is going to end up believing her. I think she's going to say, okay, Ms. Kopeck is lying about something. Uh, I don't know why she's lying. I can't prove that she isn't lying because I trust Grace. That, that demonstrates a level of faith in Grace in that what Grace is saying is true. So because they know that uncovering the truth isn't necessarily making sure they're not deceived by her, but either making sure other people aren't hurt by her or another reason. But that specific question about you don't think it's right to be lied to because you don't want to believe the lie. I don't see that working in all scenarios. Do you know what I mean? Well, I agree when it's a lie that's as bold faced and obviously a lie as that one. But when it comes to other lies that they tell throughout the series, because not all the lies are like, oh, wow, that's so obnoxious and stupid that it can't be true. Some of the lies and deceptions are less obvious than that. And when it comes to those not as obvious questions, having the truth would be really beneficial and useful. Okay. Yeah. So as far as that goes, and as far as these final episodes go, do you think that her not revealing it at this point now, do you think she's a little bit more justified now? (laughs) Like Maya finishes her conversation here and then she's like, all right, I need to go talk to the Morsons. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. I'm trying to think like sort of the, the 4D chess of what all the butterfly effects would be in each given scenario and it's difficult (laughs) because it's like i could write an alternate (laughs) version where she tells them all at the beginning of season one and then consequences come out but eventually because i'm the writer the richters all get saved and they all live happily ever after regardless because i'm the writer i can make whatever i want happen and bring it about in whatever way i don't think that uh, the multiverse theory, if she tells, there's no universe where she tells the the Morrisons and things don't work out at whatsoever. How many do we win? You know, like one. <laughs> one. There, there was only one out of 17 trillion universes. 14,605? Yeah, that. <laughs> 14,605,000 universes. Only one does Grace not tell the Morrisons. And that's the one where everybody gets saved and they all live happily ever after the end. You could finagle it however you want. Also, we are hearing this specific story because Beth Culp took the storyline in this way where Grace doesn't reveal things. So maybe her decision back in Like a Good Neighbor is having farther reaching consequences. But that's not something we should fault this episode for. It's something we did and should continue to point back to Like a Good Neighbor on, um, I think. I don't think you can say about the things that happened in this episode, well, that's because she didn't reveal it, and therefore, bleh. That's No, like, I <laughs> no, don't I'm have not, much I'm not saying that. You're not saying episode. that either. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, this episode, I, I again, I think it's fine. this episode's I it. just fine, and it actually doesn't have a whole lot in my mind to do with the was Grace right thing, because, yes, technically all the decisions she's made up to this point lead to this outcome, but... This outcome could just, like, (laughs) I think there's another universe where she tells the Morrison kids and then they just don't say anything to Maya, and this outcome happens anyway. Fair. So, either either way, like, I think it's pretty unrelated. Oh, okay, okay. What about the town, though? What about going ahead and saying at the the kids' outreach, like, at the end, now, I know you guys are just getting to know me, but I want to let you know about something. I came back to town because of this accident, and Tom Richter was involved 
in that whole that whole thing and, and whatever whatever the actual details were. I mean, she could. Yeah. I mean, she could. I think what would be more prudent would be to dispel the lies without throwing people under the bus necessarily unless they ask for it. Okay. Like if she says, you know, I came back to town. I know there, there's some rumors going around that I'm crazy. I'm not. I was in a car accident a long time ago and I got put in a thing called the Institute and that makes it sound like it's an institu- institution for mad people, but it's not. It's That's where the rumors come from, is that they think it's an institution for mental people. But no, it's just for blind people to teach them how to be adjusted to society and everything. And so I went out to do that, and now I'm back, and I write children's books, and... People can attest to my <laughs> mental... I have a written doctor's note that I'm not insane. <laughs> From Dr. Kramer. Oh, wait, no. From Dr... Oh, wait. <laughs> but no, she could do that. And then if the Richters try to push back and really hammer back, no, she's insane. You all have to listen. She's a crazy person. She could be like, why do you care so much about people believing that I'm insane? Is it because... Bleep. <laughs> Spoiler. Or like, like basically she, she could have that conversation either publicly or privately with them. Like, look, is there a reason you want to ruin my life or can we not just coexist? Mm -hmm. Which it doesn't really sound like a conversation Grace would have, but it's an option. And I think it's one that also yields peace. Because she puts such a high value to a fault on showing Grace to people. It's, It's in her name. It's in what she does. Sure. To the point of where she's willing to... And I think this is something we talked about with Laurie or something I think I, I alluded to with Laurie, the tension of grace and truth, where grace is almost fully on the grace side of things, where she'll defend the truth of the Bible. But when it comes to a person, she has no interest whatsoever in in doing something if it will affect her ability to, to give grace to that person. Sure. So with the Richters, I'm, I'm thinking she's she's thinking, if I do this, I'm going to have less of a chance to minister to them and to reconcile with them than if I don't. So therefore, maybe for the sake of them, I'm going to keep this secret. And and, and again, that that, I, is, that is valuing grace more than truth. And therefore your argument that maybe she isn't valuing truth still stands. That's right. That's the same criticism, but it's makes sense. If you view it in that perspective, that's, that's why she'd be thinking that. Sure. And taking it from a, which value is higher kind of, focus i don't know that like that would be an interesting discussion like which is more important which which should be value higher uh truth or grace and i think like i might have to agree grace ought to be valued higher because while you can yell people yell the truth of people's sins in their faces that's not the example that jesus gives in that he gave us grace and didn't come to earth to say you sinned you sinned you sinned you sinned you sinned you've all sinned and here's what they are in numerical order yeah in alphabetical order <laughs> you can choose whichever those make chronological sense. order <laughs> in chronological oh god order of importance that would be terrible wouldn't it let's move on continue yeah he could do that but he doesn't he shows grace so i agree that grace is maybe a higher value than truth when the two come into conflict at least as far as this context is concerned. I think that it's possible for Grace to have a more communicative form of Grace. Yes. She kind of has like a, a don't talk to them whatsoever kind of form of Grace. Like, I'm just, <laughs> if you guys come to me, then I'll show you Grace. But otherwise, I'm going to just stay in my house and never try to seek out peace or resolution here. Like, it's a it's an option. But I think if she were to take more initiative in offering that Grace 
things might be less complicated. But ultimately, I don't think that affects this season significantly. Fair, fair. I just think it, there are certain points, like the finales, are a good place to bring up this whole this whole thing. Sure. And hopefully we won't, we won't have to talk about it after season four because, you know, maybe we'll get Bev Culp on the podcast. That might be fun. But Woo! apart from that, why don't we actually now listen to that clip of John and Tom uh, from the end of A Case Against Grace? That sounds fantastic. <laughs> 